Hello, property geeks, and welcome to Property Jin Huat, prospering through your property. This is Jin, your host of this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into my show, and this is the second episode of our podcast. My first or episode zero was basically an introduction. I hope you've heard that, and maybe that's why you are tuning in to listen to our second episode. So, to all my dearest property geeks, how's everyone doing during this circuit breaker? Have you tried making one of those fancy Dalgona coffee? Did I pronounce that correctly? <laughs> I'm probably one of those like five percent of the population that hasn't tried that yet, but soon, soon, because I heard it's pretty tasty. All right, so let's go back to the present and talk about none other than our current situation, which is COVID nineteen. So many people are asking me, is the coronavirus affecting the market? Are developers slashing their prices? And is it a good time to buy now? So let me share with you a little bit of information. So above and beyond what you may hear people saying, and it's usually because people are panicking right now. So I feel that the only way for you to find out the answer to this question is by looking at the URA transaction volume on the average prices of all the transactions that has been happening in Singapore, and then after that you judge for yourself whether or not there is an impact on the real estate market due to the virus. I mean, granted, right now we are under this circuit breaker, and then we are actually not allowed to transact.、Um, I guess not many of you do know that if you are really, really still keen on investing in a private property, you could actually still place your booking fee, which is five percent. So just let me know if that's something that you are looking to do, and which new launch you'd like to go in, and I would definitely be able to assist you. All right, but so、um, you could actually still transact basically during this period. But let me break down the information for you right now, so that you could decide for yourself. All right. So what happens is that we can look at the transaction、um, between October twenty seventeen to July twenty eighteen. So I know that this is a podcast, so it might be a little bit hard for you guys to visualize. But just hear me out for a while, okay? So what happens is that during that period, October twenty seventeen to July twenty eighteen, there's an average transaction of about two thousand three hundred properties each month, okay? But in July twenty eighteen. Singapore government actually introduced a cooling measure, which is the increase of our additional buyer stamp duty. Short, we call it ABSD. Okay, so when you buy a second property, and more. All right, so lots of people rushed into the market to purchase a property before the cooling measure kicked in. Okay, and then thereafter, people started to get scared, and overall sentiments on the real estate market was not very good. So when that happens, okay, transactions decrease slightly. So for the next seven months, for from August twenty eighteen all the way to February twenty nineteen, transaction volume fell by an average of about one thousand two hundred each month. Okay, but after February twenty nineteen. Okay, from March twenty nineteen all the way until November twenty nineteen, right? People started to to realize that okay, the cooling measures are here to stay, and they started to accept it, and the market gradually recovered. So, what does this actually show about the demand for real estate for private properties in Singapore? It means that our demand is really strong. Like many people are looking to go into the private real estate market or just. Property market in general, okay. So with that,、um, people started purchasing again, and transaction volume started increasing to about 
2000 a month again after the 7 months from August 2018 to February 2019. Okay? Now, COVID-19 was first announced in the news in November 2019 and then thereafter for 2 months in December 2019 and January 2020, transaction volume was slightly affected because people will, will start being afraid once again, right? I feel that um, most of us, it's normal that the moment we hear a bad news, we hear about a, a looming pandemic, we get affected by it and immediately the sales volume, transaction volume dropped by about 25%. But then in February 2020, right, um, actually people back then before this whole circuit breaker, people felt that, oh, okay, um, very likely that it will recover. And indeed, transaction volume increased again to, to 2,109 that month in February. All right. So if we take a look at the charts, right, if for COVID-19 actually did not affect the Singapore real estate market, in a very big way in terms of transaction volume and frankly right before this circuit breaker every evening there were so many so many transactions so as a real estate agent we are able to see the transactions for the day like which new launch was closing okay which new launch was sold for, sold for the day and we could see that there was many many transactions going on if you take a look at recent news, okay, it's also reported that in Hong Kong and China, the real estate market is also recovering. So now I know most of you are like, oh, during this circuit breaker, uh, you're all worried about the future and all that. But if you're a very keen uh, property investor and you'd like to make your first property purchase, or perhaps you've been in the field for some time, I would say take this opportunity to maybe find out a little bit more about the various new launches or various resale properties and decide on something that you might actually want to buy after the circuit breaker because definitely there are many many opportunities for all of you to make during this period all right so in short take this time to find out and do a little bit of your research and of course, in the next upcoming podcast, we'll be discussing some new launches that are worthy for you to take a look at. And we'll definitely discuss some of the key points, okay, some, some pros for getting those, those properties and perhaps like some of the reasons why um, it might very likely see an appreciation in the next couple of years. So for the next segment of my podcast, I'd like to end off with um, talking about some books that I listen to. So there's this one app called Blinklist that I super love. The reason why I really, really like this app is because they summarize a lot, a lot of self-help books into bite-sized versions. So very likely you could listen to their summary and complete it in about 15 minutes because for me, I'm actually a very, very slow reader. I can take like two or three weeks to finish reading a book. And and that's if I'm actually very interested in it. <laughs> so if I'm not really interested in that book, it'll probably take me like one or two months to get through it. So Blinklist really, really helps me to absorb a lot of self-help information, a lot of knowledge in a very, very small amount of time. I'm not marketing for them. I'm not receiving any like royalty fees or any like affiliation fees. It, this is just something that I really like. So let's move on to that summary. So I'm doing a summary of a summarized audiobook for you guys today. All right. 
So today we'll be talking about this book called Getting Things Done. So it's very applicable to our current situation right now, right? All of us in Circuit Breaker, we are staying at home, we have to get things done, we have to finish our work, we have to report to our, our supervisors in front of our computer, which is in front of our bed. Right, and we get so distracted easily. To be honest, I love sleeping, and I'm working in my room in front of my bed. So sometimes I I would just okay just stroll to my bed and fall asleep. I think some of you might get distracted by Netflix, right? So how do we get things done then? So in this book by David Allen, he introduced this getting things done system. Alright, so what does this getting things done system entails? Okay, so it enables you to tackle an overwhelming amount of tasks in a relaxed fashion. Okay, it gives you total control over your work. And there's five crucial steps in this getting things done process. Okay, so the first one is that you should capture your thoughts in external collection tools that you routinely empty. So what that means is like perhaps you have a calendar that you capture all your thoughts. Okay, maybe not a calendar, maybe a note taking app that you routinely empty so you just write into it but you also review it and sometimes you delete things away so this frees up your mind to do what it is really good at okay which is to think and to solve problems okay so then you have to clarify what each item is and what you can do with it then you organize the outcomes into a structure of lists like your calendar and then your projects your next action okay someday maybe for watching your 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 task okay and then maybe you could write out like a waiting list as well then reflect on what is important to you and reveal the items in your system so this is very crucial because it ensures that you continue to trust in the system of course Getting things done, you have to engage in those tasks, right? You can't just write them down and not do anything. So pick which action you can do something about, given the context, the time and the energy that you have available. And <laughs> frankly, right now, okay, we are all staying at home. We definitely do have quite a lot of time available. Um, perhaps you could spend lesser time making that fancy coffee <laughs> and to do a little bit more, you know, things that help you grow, learn something new, right? So just set your priorities, set your list, and then I'm pretty sure that you could get lots and lots of things done. So I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Of course, talking about transaction volumes isn't the only way to analyze the market. There's many, many more. And I would definitely love to share all of this knowledge with you. So stay tuned for the upcoming podcast to learn more. And of course, if you are interested to have a one-on-one conversation with me, I would be more than glad to have that. All right. So after this um, circuit breaker is over, we could definitely meet up for a cup of coffee or tea. Just simply WhatsApp me at 85119533. Or if you prefer, we could always do an online sharing via Instagram, okay? Instagram video chat or any other app that is suitable for you, like Skype, like Zoom, that's really popular right now, right? right? But my Instagram token is Property Jinhuat, P R O P E R. T-Y-J-I-N-H-U-A-T So let me manage your house and your wealth and I'll see you soon, fellow property geeks, in our third podcast. So take care everyone!